Hello. Hola. Welcome to our second Chingadera episode. This week we'll be discussing everything about me. Yes, everything about Gabby, our lovely co-host, because it was her birthday. I'm Adri. And of course, I'm Gabby. And this is Tea Amigas. Okay. I hope you So are. let's yeah, let's start off with your favorite thing <laughs> i'm so ready for it i was like can i say it can i say it okay um did you hear about the atm that got addicted to money yeah no <laughs> well it suffered from withdrawals oh that's funny so you know the the um the dad joke the first one you did and it was in spanish yeah and i was like uh-huh i kind of get it and then i was like thinking about it and i was like post Ole, pozole. <laughs> you didn't it took, get it. It took me a minute to process, and so it took me like, by a minute. I mean, like a few days, and I had to like oh think of it. Oh my god! Well, you're—I mean, you are in theater because I was like, oh, she got it. Yeah. Well, and I at first I didn't know what a torero was. It's a bull, a bull person thingy. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but oh. I got it after, and then when I was writing it out for the episode notes, I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I know it now. I know it now. So since this episode is about you, let's just jump right in because I don't have a quote. <laughs> so, okay. So let's jump right in. Uh, Gabby, do you want to share um, your favorite memory of this past year of being um, your previous age? <laughs> fudge. Oh, my God. You know, I lose my memory after a day. I know. Um, I would say getting cookie, even Can though I- she's like... She stresses me out. Oh, yeah. Cookie's sitting here with us. She is chewing her bone. She went and stole Kona's. She oh, has a she, second. She oh. finished hers. How did she get a second one? Oh. We oh. see your cookie. <laughs> yeah. I think she went and stole it. Okay. Well, she's here chewing Kona's bone. I mean, as long as she doesn't whine. Because I feel like our previous episodes have to have one whining from her. Yeah. So I apologize. It's Okay. Um, yeah. Do you have any words of wisdom at your ripe age of always 20? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I'm actually not, like, stressed out about being 29. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like maybe it was 29. I don't know what age it was, but you kind of stop caring being like, I'm so old. Yeah. Maybe because my body feels like it's 80. <laughs> Because my knees and my back hurt my knees, literally all my the time. Back, my memory. Seriously. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm only 29. I thought it was 85. Right? Well, I hit like 20. I think it was 23. I hit 23 and I was like, oh my gosh, my body like aged 10 years mm-hmm. in like a day. <laughs> yeah. My knees fucking hurt whenever I come back from hiking. I'm like. <laughs> and then you're out of commission for like three days. And you're mm-hmm. like, we can't do anything. Can't do this. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite thing to do in your free time? Um, well, of course, it's like hiking, mm-hmm. um, going to coffee shops, um, true crime, serial killers, um, hanging out with my dogs, um, 
and wasting my brain power watching Netflix or Hulu because Netflix has been whack. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Who? I so I I binge watched um, the Only Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it's really good. Like it's like I feel like it's not the best. Like I'm not like oh my god, this show is so fucking amazing. But it's just, just something about it that just yeah, like I feel like you it's in. super corny and mm-hmm. cheesy, and I love shows like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if there's an actor or anything that you remind me of, it's Selena Gomez. I was like watching that. I was like, wow, she kind of reminds me of Gabby. What? <laughs> or at least in that show, I feel yeah. like she reminds me a lot of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm watching that currently. I'm also, I also started Schitt's Creek. Oh. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, I've heard good things about that. I would that. say like Did series. Did the series end? Yeah, in 2020. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that, and also Rain on Netflix mm. is... I don't know. Kind of reminds me of Vampire Diaries. It's my least favorite, but it gets me through the day. <laughs> That's how it is watching um, Shameless. Like I kind of like don't like it, but it's kind of just like stupid and yeah. just kind of easy to watch. Oh, so, I like, love the first. So seasons. just turn it on. Yeah, I'm on season three now. Nice. Yeah, the old seasons are definitely better than the new ones. Okay. Good to know. Good to mm-hmm. know. It's like most shows. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to take it away? Because you said you loved true crime serial killers so what do you got for us today we are going to go over some latinx serial killers dun 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 just like a side note i don't like people getting killed or tortured or anything like that i just am amazed by the psychology of a serial killer yeah and just like what drives people to do that just because i don't think i could ever do that yeah it's and to do it, like, over and over, mm-hmm. like, there, there's some crazy brain work, like, going on for you to be able to do that. Yeah. And the way they do it, too. It's and it's like, also, like, nature versus nurture. I think that's the psychology term. Mm-hmm. Like, how much does how you're, like, born biologically play into how you behave mm-hmm. versus how, like, your environment shapes you. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. so let's get into it yes okay so i'm gonna share with you i think it's four yeah it's four i can count i can count to four at my 29 years <laughs> um so the first one is pedro alonso lopez he's from colombia Ooh. yeah so are these all from different um countries different countries okay yeah um yeah colombia maybe he knew um Pablo Escobar. Oh, maybe. I'm just kidding. He probably didn't. <laughs> um, but I got this from criminalminds.fandom.com. That's mm-hmm. a cool place. You learn about everyone. Ooh. Yeah. So how it started or how his life was is that his mom was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the environment and how yeah. he was brought up. That generational trauma. <laughs> mm-hmm. But his mom kicked him out of the house when he was eight years old because he was caught molesting his younger sister. Yeah. When he was eight? But he was fucking eight. Oh, my God. Which is so disgusting. Like, as an eight-year-old, like, I don't even know how you get to that point. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, but his, like, minimum body count is estimated at 110. They don't really know how many people he killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but some believe that the total number is around 300 or more victims. Um, and he had two distinct signatures. So he would... Uh, bury three or four victims in the sh- um, same shallow grave so he's a little lazy oh, he's he like, has no upper body strength yeah he's like throw them all in there done at shoveling. Once. <laughs> yeah 
So, but he did get caught, which mm-hmm. is very good. But yeah. yeah, it's just sometimes hard to find the victims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that's why they don't know how many he yeah. killed is because they don't know. Yeah. Don't, is he know. still alive? How old is he? Or, uh, it didn't go know. that far. So, but pending. Pending. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one's like, it's not cool, but it is kind of cool because they were women and they acted in pair. But it's mm-hmm. Delfina and Maria de Jesus Gonzalez. Um, they were known as Las Boquich. I can't pronounce it. Boquianchis, I think. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I got this from Spanish. Murderpedia. There's also Murderpedia, like Encyclopedia for Murderers. Uh-huh. This was in Mexico. And they were in Guanajuato, which is where my family is from. Mm-hmm. Um, but police officers searched the two sisters' property and found the bodies of 11 men, oh. um, 80 women, several fetuses. Um, so a total of over 91, like, quote-unquote bodies. Like, right on their property? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So, honestly, like, don't do it on your property because they're going to Because you're going to get caught. Well, this mm-hmm. is not telling you what you should do to... <laughs> um and then they they like operated like this ring of like prostitutes and stuff Mm -hmm. um it had been operating for at least 10 years um and the girls who were like slain and killed um they think it's because they try to resist like their discipline so it's either you do as i tell you to or i'll kill you or they were taking money they were holding yeah you know withholding their money yeah and they were assholes so like when they were asked like why they killed and for the deaths um one of the sisters said the food didn't agree with them like trying to blame it on the food or like a stomach ache so no wait so like the food killed the people yeah. not them yeah. oh <laughs> yeah oh my gosh and what if the fetuses are from like so abortions they... maybe they gave them something so they could abort yeah like if this mean... was if they were running like a prostitute yeah. ring, like and if the men were like not attracted to pregnant women so a problem well if the men the men that they killed if the men were a problem mm-hmm. that wouldn't surprise me if they killed the men and then killed the women that were not doing their job right and then killing the babies that were being born because i wonder what year do you know when they're um um, well, they were tried, I think this was the 50s, 60s, because they were okay. tried in 1964. When I was okay. reading this, I Im- immediately thought of Somos, mm-hmm. when the girl tries to escape. Yeah. And then she gets beat up and killed. So it made That's me think so of sad. that. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. If they mm-hmm. try to escape or anything, like, step out of line even a little bit, because they don't fuck around Mm-mm. when you're with... Yeah, and then when they were caught, they were sentenced to 40 years in prison. Um, Just 40? Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) They're like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. You think about what you did in those 40 years. Seriously. Um, And then one of the sisters, Delfina, she died due to an accident. I didn't really Mm. look into, like, what kind of accident. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Maria finished her sentence in jail and then she just like dropped out of the face of the earth after she was released so they don't know where she's at oh my god isn't that crazy torture and all that and she got out oh my god all right my third one is juana barasa i got this from crime reads Mm um uh, she was um referred to as like wait maybe it's one no hmm 
Okay, okay, now I get it. I confused. I got confused. I confused. Um, so when they were trying to find the suspect, police thought it was a man, but oh. it's actually a woman. So it's called, they called him El Mata Viejitas, which is like, um, kind of like old Kills person. Kills old people? Yeah. Or the old killer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the killer of old ladies. Um, oh. And that's like, that's why I got confused because you can tell by the nickname that El is masculine mm-hmm. that they thought they were looking for a man but it was a woman mm. um so kind of like her story is like when she was 13 she was sold to an older man by her mom like what a bitch i'm um, sorry um yeah. but the girl's name was juana barrasas and then her mother justa was an alcoholic who beat her daughter like 24 7 mm-hmm. and then so she like sold her and everyone thought like okay she's gone but no one knew that she was sold to this man so for five years no one came to her rescue or like looking for her that's so sad um so that man would like rape her over and over and she had an abortion um and then she had a son that she actually gave birth to and then after those five years her uncles finally found her and rescued her um, and it turned out that her mom had been lying to the rest of the family the entire time, saying that she just, like, left with, like, the man that she sold her to, like, her, like, rapist as, like, free will. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, that's why... Uh, how old do you know? Um, she was 13. When she got sold. When she got sold. So, when she came back, she was 18. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the reason that she killed, like old people or like old ladies like she said it like weeping in camera um when they arrested her that um that's why she hated older women because of her mom oh wow yeah because she was like tortured and suffered so much yeah a childhood trauma it'll show up that'll show up well yeah and it's just like you know what life did she have for her you know nobody was coming to save her and I feel Nobody like was coming to defend her. if her uncles and stuff went to search for her, why not give her to family members? Why are you going to, yeah. maybe she sold her for alcohol. I don't know. I mean, probably that's addiction is, is like that. And she's still alive, right? Mm, don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think she's still alive. It looks like. Yeah. It sucks. That's crazy. But it also, like, the way police are profiling, how they thought it was a man. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's like what, I mean, when people go missing, they don't do much. When people are getting murdered, they're obviously not doing much. Yeah. Because they're out there still killing. How yeah. many did she kill? You know, mm, no, just like older. I just did like rough summaries of these. Yeah, older women and men. Yeah, that's. So... But it also sucks because old people are so vulnerable. So are kids. Yeah. I mean, she was also vulnerable as a child, and she got to be taken yeah. advantage of by her mother. Yeah, yeah. So it's like hard to. I don't know. Ooh, even watching like any criminal things, and you're like, how could they do this? And then they have this traumatic past. But nobody, like, came to defend them. Maybe you lose feelings and, like, that emotional side. Yeah. I don't know. I can't can't imagine the, like, 
toll. No, and I don't want to think no. about that. <laughs> okay, so my last one is Daniel Cambrago Barbosa. Once again, from Murderpedia. You should look into that. Murderpedia. Yeah, so Thank it's believed... Thank you for sponsoring. Just kidding. No, just I wish. Um, so it's believed that he raped and killed over 150 young girls in Colombia and Ecuador during the 70s and the 80s. So that's fucking a lot. Mm. Um, so his stepmother, third one, were weird stuff with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, punished him and sometimes dressed him in girls' clothing making him a victim of ridicule in front of his, like, friends and people. Yeah. So what he did was he selected helpless young lower-class girls who looked for work. Mm -hmm. So they would go and, like, approach him. So he, sorry, he would go and approach him pretending to be a foreigner who needed to find a pastor in a church, like, on the outskirts of town. Um, And then he would, like, take them to the woods claiming to be looking for a shortcut in order to avoid like people or like his victims that's when you um you know don't follow people into the woods Yeah, don't go in the woods or anywhere there's a lot of trees where they can hide you yeah yeah so if the girls like grew suspicious or try to go back he didn't prevent them from leaving so like no suspicions would arise um but he would rape his victims before strangling them. Sometimes um, he would stab them if they fought back. And then after his victims were dead, he left their bodies in the fir- forest to be picked um, by, by, by like, scavengers and such. Yeah. So, yeah, he would take you to the forest. Don't the go woods. into forests with weird men. Yeah. Anybody weird. It doesn't matter who. Or just don't go in them alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. so, so those are some of the serial killers that I found in Latin countries. Yeah. Now, what I think is always like a common theme is that it's always the least suspecting person. That's why they go get away with it for so mm-hmm. long. Is they're, they're like, oh, it couldn't be this woman. It couldn't be this person. It couldn't be like them or whatever. And they get away with it for so long and continue to kill people. Sorry, if you can hear ripping cookies like going off on that toy. Yeah. Oh my She's goodness. Ripping oh my goodness. Off. And like... look, that's what happens to people's bodies because this tiny dog can rip that toy. Can like you nothing. imagine like a we body in the woods by animals? Killer. Yeah. They would lose so much evidence too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've been listening to it on that podcast, Kiss Spooky Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they I was listening to it on the way here, and they're talking about, like, these woods people and stuff Mm -hmm. and creepy stuff. And I'm like, just don't go to the woods. Yeah. Especially if you get bad vibes. I'm pretty sure, like, most places where, like, bad stuff happens, like, I think most people have a sense of, like, you know, vibes of, Mm -hmm. you know, and, yeah, don't go into woods by yourself. Yeah. Some of my favorite true crime podcasts are, like, Crime Junkie, Uh My Favorite Murderer. Up and Vanished. Mm-hmm. Up and Vanished is really cool this season because they're covering a story on this Native American girl mm-hmm. in Montana who disappeared. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really awesome that they're shedding light on indigenous women mm-hmm. and like that pandemic that's happening there where women are just disappearing yeah. and no one ever gets Missing and murdered indigenous women. That, yeah. Like so many indigenous women go missing. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it it's was so a white sad. woman... It would be all over the news. Oh, like it has been. 
yeah. with a certain someone. <laughs> yeah. So that, I thought that was really cool. I'm listening to that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I really like this podcaster. His name's Payne Lindsay because he mm-hmm. does. He focuses on like disappearances. Mm-hmm. So pretty. And you know, think about um, these people that are getting murdered. Like, if people went and looked for them, they, you know, you would know. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd be able to track down murderers and mass and serial killers a lot quicker mm-hmm. than they are now. What were you gonna say? Oh, that. I think the, his second season, he actually covered this girl named Crystal, mm-hmm. and that was here in Colorado. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The town starts with a C. Crescent. It's not Crescent. Crescent View? No, it's like a small, small town, kind of by oh. Canyon City. I don't know. I forgot. But it was pretty interesting. Mm. Mm. That's it. Don't go into the mountains by yourself. Stay in contact with people. <laughs> yeah, and it's also like um, that. Uh, I forgot the name. They finally found her body. She never got in an airplane. Florida. I think she was a Latina woman. It's a oh. girl who, like, I think. Uh, it wasn't like a janitor but i think he worked at her college and she like was like no mm-hmm. to his advances and he committed suicide and then like a couple days later they found her body oh my gosh oh, it's gonna bug me where's my phone yeah look it up real quick yeah um and it's like her parents were like he's a suspect and the police didn't do shit about they it. didn't listen um, that's like with Mia that... Marcano. Miriam Marcano. Yeah, she was in Florida in Orlando, I think. Um, she was a Florida college student. Um, they found her body near the apartment building of the maintenance guy. Oh my gosh. Um, he improperly used a master key to enter her apartment. So it's not fucked up at you're not even safe at your own fucking home. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder if he was involved with anybody else. Yeah, and you why know? like if someone says no, like okay, move on. Yeah, that's a Stop big being the little crybaby over That's it. a big issue, is like mm, people need to contain themselves and no means no. <laughs> yeah. Like Jesus, their egos are, like, just so hurt. Yeah. I can't go on. They said no to me. Like, no. Just, no. You're not entitled to anything in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really sucks. That was sad. Yeah. Dang. And if police listened, if... I feel like if we all worked together to solve these... <laughs> well, why can't we people? put all that same energy that we... That all social media did for one girl? Mm-hmm. But it's like white woman syndrome. I thought it's like missing syndrome or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... they want to make white women see be seen as so fragile and like be hopeless, and we need to take care of them. Yeah, but it's like with that same thing. It's like the police were involved at some point, and they still let the people go. Mm-hmm. You know, like so many things could be avoided if people were protected. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, let's say. It's like a white woman. If the girl that disappeared was is white, mm-hmm. if her boyfriend would have been 
like Latino or black, Mm -hmm. they would have immediately thought of him as a suspect. Oh, yeah. And that's what, ooh, that infuriates me so much because, like, remember, do you know the the Central Five case? Mm -hmm. For the Central Five, one person died in the park and all the black kids and Mexican kids and all the brown kids, all the black and brown kids were were, um, taken to the... Rounded up and taken to the police Emmett station. Till. Mm-hmm. Emmett Till. There's so many in... cases. Like, there was, like, a town that they burned down mm-hmm. because the white woman was having an affair. Oh, and yeah, the, man the Oklahoma, be- It's Oklahoma, right? Something like that. And, like, no. the... Yeah, I think it was Oklahoma. Yeah, and then, the, like, the woman tried to end it, so she got beat up. And then he, like, she was like, oh, no, it was a black man. And, like, a whole town. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, the the zoot suit riots mm-hmm. that happened because one kid was killed at a frat party and then they rounded up all the freaking brown kids and were like one of you guys did it and they sent somebody and they sent a bunch of them to jail and they weren't even guilty mm-hmm. but they but they're like we know it's you we know it's you but they didn't do it yeah it's always the least suspecting people that are the killers mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> But I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about serial killers in October since it's also my birthday month. Birthday and month. Birthday. Spooky time. Yeah. And I like October because of the dead things and all of that. Mm-hmm. Very fun time. Um, yeah. So this episode, we would like to shout out to our first our first donation, our first supporter, um, Jasmine R., who bought us a cup of coffee. Which we got today. <laughs> we got some coffee. And mm-hmm. yeah. So you can check out our show notes for the links of the things we discussed in this episode. Join us next week for another episode of Tia Amigas. And it's going to be a long one. It will be long. Yes. So thank you for sp- sipping the tea with us. Don't forget to rate, share, and subscribe to Tea Amigas on your favorite listening platforms so you and your friends don't miss out on any of the tea we spill. Yes, cookies say bye too. Cookies say bye too. Um, and then, like we said, you can now support us, your host, Adrian Gabby. So if you want, buy us a cup of coffee. Um, you don't have to subscribe to anything monthly, and there's also no hidden fees. Um, so you can go support your Tiamigas little podcast um, with ease at buymeacoffee.com slash Tiamigas. Um, that way we'll have enough energy to spill the tea with you next time. And I'll have more time to do more in-depth research. So I'll be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no go idea. buy us a tea. Thank you. Thank Adios, you. amigos. Amigas. Amigas.